Is Pedro Grafol on the hot seat? Sports Talk Chicago. Here with John's Glow. Appreciate you tuning in. Subscribe to the channel for more Chicago sports content. Follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago and support our sponsor, Amish Country Farms. This is not a drill, and I kind of thought this was going to happen, but now we're seeing reports from John Heyman specifically over at the New York Post and MLB Network that Pedro Grafol could be a one-and-done manager. You don't want to miss Rick Hahn's response to that, though. This was unbelievable. Quote, apparently there was a very well-respected out-of-town reporter speculating about Pedro's job security on a local sports station, i.e. 670 The Score. This underperformance that we've had so far, or any of the issues we've had thus far in this season, is not on Pedro and on the coaching staff. I don't think we could have been more clear about that. For once, I agree. And I agree with Burkhan. The problem is, is this quote going to translate to results? More on that in a second. The White Sox obviously are not in the best position, despite being four and a half games out in the AL Central. They're nine games under 500 as of this taping. Things have not gone according to plan, but the question remains, and Sox fans, you could chime in, is Pedro Grafol to blame for what's happened to the White Sox? And I've made videos about this before. I'm going to reiterate this point. He's not. And there should be... No speculation, nor talk about firing for Pedro Grafal. You all know how I felt about Tony LaRusso on this team and then essentially being fired, although it was an amicable parting of ways. The White Sox last year were atrocious. And you could blame Tony LaRusso for some of the mistakes he made, but at the end of the day, the team didn't damn perform. And now we sit here again, and they're not performing. How could you, in your right mind, blame Pedro Grafal? for the issues this team has been facing, for their underperformance, for the struggles on the mound and at the plate. This whole team, top to bottom, all the way around, has been horrible. They have two, maybe three quality hitters, one quality starting pitcher, and a bullpen that only recently has found its foundation, has found its identity. They should be doing a lot better. They should be leading this division. If Minnesota, who, according to this taping, is two games under 500, is leading it, there's no reason why the White Sox shouldn't be. This AL Central division is a battle of who doesn't want to win it, apparently, because every team in the division is under 500, and there are four teams within four games of the top spot, and they're all under 500. There's no excuse why this White Sox team should not be leading it or why any team in this division should not be leading the division. This is not a Pedro Grafola issue. This is a player issue. And Rick Hahn is right. My fear. And my question is, does it even matter? Is Rick Hahn being a PR piece? This report came from John Heyman, and John Heyman is a credible source. If he believes Pedro Grafol is a one-and-done manager, then chances are he may be. And if that were to happen, that would be a grave mistake on behalf of the White Sox. It'd be dumb, it'd be stupid, it'd be short-sighted, and it would not punish the people who truly have put this team in the position, which is everybody but Grafol. He inherited this team, didn't have much to do with it. Rick Conn already made it. Jerry Reinsdorf already signed off on it. Kenny Williams is making the moves from behind the scenes. And these players aren't damn performing. This is not a Pedro Grafol issue. So seeing a report like this is ridiculous. If there's any ounce of truth to it whatsoever, that's going to be a shameful firing for the White Sox.
Pedro Grafal should not go anywhere, nor should he be blamed for the struggles this team has faced. It's not his fault that Tim Anderson's one of the worst qualified hitters in baseball. It's not his fault that Lance Lynn is an ERA above six. <laughs> it's not his fault that this entire team, with the exception of three or four hitters, have OPS pluses under 100. Each individual player is responsible for his performance and for his effort level, too. Grafold was right to bench Luis Robert for not hustling early in the season. And he's right to discipline his players when he sees less than 100% effort, considering this team is certainly in a division and playoff race. Whether they like it or not, they're in it still. How could you say Andrew Grafold could be a one-and-done manager? Why? For what? This reminds me of Rick Renteria and what happened to him not only with the Cubs, but with the White Sox, too. I'm not saying Rick Renteria is an amazing manager, but he did show progress with both those teams. And in both cases, he got fired for somebody with more experience and more pedigree. Who are the Sox going to hire in replacement of Pedro Grafal? I mean, who would you even consider? You're not going to go the Tony route again. Who else is out there who is just so high up on the hierarchy, who has done so much in baseball, who's won World Series or won playoff games and has a winning record, who you could bring in to replace Pedro Grafal? And by the way, whoever you brought in, would they necessarily win? Look at Tony La Russa, Hall of Fame manager, one of the greatest managers in baseball history, and he was fired because they won 500 last year. It's not the manager. When will everybody realize, even these national baseball reporters, it is not the manager. Watch the games. Watch this team. It is not the manager. It is not Grafal. It's Rick Hunt. It's Kenny Williams. It's Jerry Reinsdorf. And it's these damn players who just are not performing for whatever reason. And I give the White Sox credit. They've certainly improved in their past 30 games versus how they started. And I wish them the best. I hope they run the table and somehow win this division. I do. Not because I'm a fanboy, but because the story would be amazing. And it would bring excitement to this fan base who has been starved and who's really, unfortunately, been lied to. Because they were told this rebuild would be huge. And so far, all they've gotten out of it is one winning season. That's it. One. Or I guess two if you count the COVID pandemic year. I don't. So one. Yikes. You were promised a Cubs type of dynasty. You really were. You were sold on that. And although it wasn't necessarily communicated from management, we all kind of thought it was going to happen. We saw all these young players coming up. Luis Robert, Oscar Colas, Yermin Mercedes, if that name rings a bell. All these young guys, Dylan Cease, Lucas Giolito, Tim Anderson, Jake Berger, Michael Kopak. Carson Fulmer at the time. He was a part of the plans. And not a lot of that worked. You got one year to show for it. That, in my mind, is a failure. And if I were running that team, I would give everybody one more year, like they are getting right now, and then I would fire everybody. Kenny Williams would be gone. Rick Hahn would probably be gone. Pedro would stay, and I would get rid of some of these players on this team who either don't want to be here or 
are not showing 100% effort or who are not performing. And bring in players who want to be here and who want to perform. It really is not that hard, nor is it that controversial. The controversy would be, Pedro, you're out, one and done, it was your fault. There's controversy. So I appreciate Rick Hahn coming out and saying this is not true. And I want to believe him, I really do. But I know the trajectory of GMs and executives publicly backing managers. Usually it never ends well. In the NFL, if a coach is being publicly backed by their owner or GM, they're going to be fired soon. Matt Rule, I mean, Cliff Kingsbury. We could go back and forth about all these coaches who've been backed publicly, and then they get fired. So this report coming out again from John Heyman, there is credibility to it. I believe it. John Heyman's a great reporter. I believe that this could have a hint of truth to it, which means that there are people inside the White Sox organization who may want to see Pedro be the fall guy, be the one-and-done guy. I'm here to say right now, in June, that would be total BS. That would be completely wrong. It'd be unfair to Pedro. It'd be unfair to this White Sox team. And it would mask the true problem, which are the executives and the players, not Pedro. What proves it? What vindicates it? Well, Tony LaRusso. Tony last year went 500 with this same group of players, and Tony's a Hall of Fame manager, and he got fired. They hired Pedro Graffol who has no managing experience whatsoever to replace a Hall of Famer. And he's not winning with them. What's the common denominator? The owner, the executives, the players, not the manager. They could have anybody managing this team right now. They'd still be 9 or 10 games under 500 because they aren't performing. They aren't playing. Nobody, with the exception of a very few, are truly living up to their expectations. So it's a shame to see Pedro being dragged through the mud for really no fault of his own. I'm appreciative of Rick Hahn sticking up for him publicly, but I hope everybody sees this today. White Sox fans, I hope you see this today. We're in June, late June, not even near the trade deadline yet, and there are reports from sources saying that Pedro could be a one-and-done. If that were to come true, that would be a joke. Pedro Griffin needs to stay. And if the White Sox want to blame anybody about their struggles and about why things didn't work, maybe, just maybe, they should look at themselves inwardly and not at Pedro. Thanks for watching today's show here on Sports Talk Chicago. Appreciate all of you tuning in. Subscribe to the channel for more Chicago sports content. Big thank you to John Meadows, directing and producing. Follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago and help out our sponsor, Amish Country Farms. So long, everyone.